What's good, everybody? My name is Damien. I'm Omar. I'm Edward. I'm Ramon. Welcome back to another episode of Rodeo. This is our third part of our holiday special. If you celebrate all those other holidays, um, we don't. So we're going to skip over those. (laughs) (laughs) Just kidding. Shout out to people who celebrate other holidays. I'm going to say shout out to you. (laughs) Shout out to you. But I hope you're having fun. Happy Hanukkah. Um, in a change of events, I, I just want to say happy Hanukkah and happy Kwanzaa. everything. Kwanzaa. Kwanzaa. Yeah. And um, everything else that you guys may celebrate. I'm just a little nervous. It's been a minute since I've hosted. But, um. <laughs> he travels. Well, if you haven't, like, put two and two together, I hope you got your, your bottle of champagne and your little streamers and your sparklers ready because this is the New Year's episode. If you're listening to this, congratulations. You have made it through the trials and tribulations of what we call 2020. This year has been complete and utter bullshit. And there's so much shit that's been going on throughout the whole year that's put us all through turmoil. But guess what? We made it through. We made it through to see 2021. I mean, if you're listening to this before 2021, good luck for the next two days. But if you're listening to this after January 1st, then congratulations. I'm so happy for you. I'm glad we made it through together we just want to use this time to just reflect back on the past 12 months because girl it was a mess but before we get into the meat of the matter let's do a little warm-up i want to play a little game and it's called two truths and a lie the objective is very simple we each say three things and out of those three things two of them is something that is true to us and the, the last one is something that is not true we have to figure out which one is the lie out of the three statements who wants to go first i'll go first so i'm gonna read you guys three things as damien said and one of them will be a lie thanks for repeating my instructions and I, <laughs> my first statement i free fell into a river from a bridge 20 feet in the air statement number two is that i ran three miles in 20 minutes statement number three is i scaled a 30 foot wall twice what do you guys think you didn't scale no damn wall no he did the second one is false what was the second one the second one was running uh three miles in 20 minutes do y'all think that's the lie or do you think something else is Man, a, lie? a little bit more believable don't let him influence your opinion what wall and do you think i scaled a 30 foot wall two times no and ramon which one do you think was a lie the second one that you ran, you don't run. Damn, y'all don't believe in me. <laughs> okay, so the lie was the running a mi- three miles. Was I've it? never, I've never run three miles this year. Right, then my maximum is two and a half, I think. You ran to your room. But um, <laughs> so the thirty foot wall that I'm talking about is that I was locked out of this apartment, so I had to get this big ass ladder and mm. climb it to get into our third floor balcony each time. Twice. So you broke in. Yes, I broke into our own home. So I was in a hit and run, meaning I did the hitting and running. Suck dick in the bathroom or did a bump off a man's pee pee. Those are all true. Wait a <laughs> Hold on. Hold on. Can we? I, I'm gonna say the first one, the hit and run. I believe you did the last two. I believe okay, that 100%. Was the hit and run this year or last year? Everything we're saying is this year. year. No, 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 I'm saying he had a hit and run, the the major one. one? But was that this year? The second one was hit and run. I did the hitting and run. Was that last year or this year, Omar? This is all in this year. No, no, no. I I know that our prompt is this year, but I'm saying because that could be the lie if it was last year. Okay, so then it's the it's the coke off the penis. As much as I think you're capable of that, you didn't. So what was the other one besides the two? It was sucking dick in the bathroom. Come on now. Oh yeah. You, you definitely did that. <laughs> um, yeah, I'll go with the hit and run. No, that so wait, happened this who year. Right. Whoever says Whoever the, said the, the lie, lie correctly. What lie did you say? I said the hit and run is What lie did you say? Lie. The coke off the pee-pee. <laughs> you got it right. Yeah, come on, y'all. He's not that advanced <laughs> with drugs yet. You right. hit and ran. It was this one that was Monday. It was barely. It was like a love tap. Like I was backing up and I backed Not a like love tap wait, on someone's like I was hoping that wasn't true. That's that not a hit and run. He wasn't involved in the accident. Right. He just caused it. Yeah, I was like. I didn't cause shit. I'm sorry. First of all. I really want to go there, but it was like But a I still won the Ramon round. Yeah, you got that one. Okay. And then just to clarify, I didn't say it in the instructions before. All of these truths and lies, they're things that happened this year, not like in our whole entire lives. So mine's a little bit more innocent. I went on a total of five dates this year. I had a threesome. And the last statement is I learned how to read Portuguese. Well, um, that was easy. You did not have a threesome yeah, this year. Yeah, I would year. say the threesome is, is a lie. I want to say the dates is a lie. He went on five dates. 
Maybe he didn't. I believe him to count. Yeah, I, I finalized if, the threesome. If five dates is five different people, no, he didn't. So I did go on five dates. I did have a threesome. I do not know how to read Portuguese. You you liar. You I'm kidding. That was another <laughs> lie. <laughs> no, I, I did not have a threesome. No. That did not Aww. happen. I guess we just think you're a hoe. Ding. Well, I mean, uh, I mean, at the time of recording, lost. we still got like three weeks left. So yeah, that's, two that's, this year. that's one some every week. No. For me, I blacked out. I had sex with only one person and I haven't cried at all. The, <laughs> the lie is that he hasn't cried at all. I do think he's cried this year, in my opinion, dear, because you've definitely blacked out. Think it's plausible that you only had sex with one person this year. So that leaves the Yeah, you cried. Tear. You definitely cried. Same. No, you cried. Like no, I really think you cried. But I do think it's possible that he could have had sex with two. I don't know for sure. No. Is this y'all's final answer? I'm a, I'm gonna lock in the sex. Y'all yeah, I mean the, the, the tear, the, the cry. Sex. <laughs> Well, y'all are all wrong. Sex wasn't. I haven't blacked out the whole year. Okay. I thought you did. Yes, no, you have. No, I There's haven't. nights you don't remember what happened in here. Yeah, when I go to sleep. Yeah. When I go to sleep, I haven't. I haven't got drunk enough to where I'm up yeah. and moving around and saying shit that I I don't mean to say. Mm-hmm. Like I've never blacked out this whole year. Yeah. He rigged this. So <laughs> I haven't cried the Stop whole year. Stop the count. And I've only had sex with one person. You haven't cried all year? I haven't cried. Do you want to? No, I don't want to. (laughs) I don't like emotions. But yeah, so. That's a great song. song. What is wrong with you? Like I was saying earlier, I want to like really debrief and like unpack the past 12 months. Going into it like December 31st, 2019, Looking forward, we thought that 2020 was gonna be like the best year of our lives. It's gonna be the start of a new decade, brand new year, all all this good shit. And come to find out, for some people, it, it was probably good, but I mean, in my opinion, 2020 was a piece of shit. So I just want to pick y'all's brains about what you were thinking 2020 was gonna be like the the night of New Year's Eve. Oh my goodness. Okay, so I kind of want to go first just because I'm super eager to talk about it. New Year's is one of my favorite holidays, if not my ultimate favorite. And I know that like time is like a man-made construct or whatever, but I think that like every New Year's in a non-cheesy way whatsoever, I always kind of like go into the New Year with like a whole new mindset. And so like obviously like I spent like the last few days or the last few weeks of, of the prior year kind of preparing myself and for 2020 it was great it was like super special to me because um 2019 i just kind of had like a very roller coaster of a year and i wanted 2020 to not only be a new year a new decade but just like a completely new and redefined i just i wanted to improve myself in all ways possible and blah 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 i had all these like expectations and all these plans all these trips that I wanted to go on, as you know, everything just kind of went to shit. Yeah, my expectations really were, were set on like being this super, I guess, just being a different person, being more um, alive, I guess, being more like, you in know, traveling moment. more. Yeah, more in the moment, definitely that. Very that. Um, <laughs> yeah, and so like obviously my expectations were shot down. Not all the way, though. Yeah, you travel. Yeah, I was like, you got Ooh, to travel. Don't, don't go and admit that on the microphone. <laughs> I mean, Edward didn't wear a mask on the plane. <laughs> spirit. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. I didn't fly spirit. I don't know what's wrong with you. You must have flown spirit. Release the records. Stop the count. <laughs> I feel like in general, like to sum it all up, New Year's, I think I like it just because it makes you feel like you can, it's like that cheesy feeling that makes you feel you can start over brand new, which is kind of true, but people think it's cheesy, but that's what I felt. Initially, I thought I was just going to make more money, have more experiences, maybe get a man. Well, only one of those happened and it wasn't the last two. So got more money. That's good, but I need more. Um, cause drugs and alcohol are very expensive. But experiences, experience a lot of drugs. You know. <laughs> what? I did a lot of drugs. And not a lot of men. I can count it on that, like both hands. I didn't go past that. But yeah, it's pretty simple for me. I think going into 2020, I didn't have like high expectations. I just kind of wanted to be a better version of myself. Um, I felt like I had learned so much over the last couple of years and. I was finally entering like a good spot 
for me to kind of settle down like maybe with somebody or without somebody either way but I mean there was a wrench thrown in my plan so I've had to do a lot more learning and development within that took place over the years so even though you know it didn't turn out the way I hoped I still came out on the other side a little bit better or I hope I did you know based on my own perception of myself which is probably biased <laughs> yeah you're still bad yeah, I'm just I don't know. Like I should have, I should have known that 2020 is gonna be chaotic just by how New Year's Eve was. I mean, it was pretty tame for the most part, but it kind of went chaotic just by the like the people that were around us and like events that happened. Like just starting off 2020 was like, what the fuck? What happened that night? Um, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna go into detail. Omar, but Omar, you go into detail then. The New Year's Eve. Because I left I after know. midnight. I blacked So out. I don't know what else I missed. You left? Oh, oh yeah, you left us for a man. Oh. <laughs> nothing new, nothing changed. And I, oh. New Year's Eve. Yeah, I would say I'm the one with a good memory. <laughs> and my lips are sealed. Okay, I, well, I mean, why Ooh. bring it up if you're not going to share? Well, I'm just saying, I said it was chaotic. Well, I'm just saying. <laughs> and I'm saying no. Send just, Damien five dollars to unlock the story. Oh yeah, um, subscribe to my. No. <laughs> just kidding. I don't know. 2020 started off kind of chaotic, so I don't know why. I just assumed that you know this year was about to be you know the best year of my life. Like, girl, not even three months in, shit, shit changed. Well, January was shit. cool. Y'all remember that little pyramid rave we went to? That was pretty fun. Yeah, January was so fun. Yeah. I was still spiraling. Was no, really I don't know what exactly happened in February, but January was fun. We went to Austin. In February? In February. Okay. Although very last But there time. was a lot of events that happened in the first two months, even before mm -hmm. the fucking pandemic started, mm -hmm. where we was like, what the fuck is going on with the world? Like, yeah. the world is fucking crazy. Honestly, whenever Kobe died, Kobe died with his daughter, that was like the shift for me. I was like, bitch, what is going on on this day? Like, in this month, like, we, we weren't even out of the first month of 2020. You know, they had to die so brutally and plastered all over all over the news outlets and shit. Like, that was fucking crazy. Yeah, I'm getting kind of sad going through, like, old pictures of this year. I don't know. I mean, we had so many trips planned that fell through. Like, I was going to go to Vegas for the first time. I was going to go to L.A. for the first time. Supposed to go to Atlanta. Pretty much all of that, like, was ripped out from underneath us, you know? Which, I mean, everyone relates to that this year. I feel like everybody had goals and dreams and wishes. I would say my heart goes out to all high school seniors that graduated this year and all the college graduates who graduated during the pandemic and they didn't even get their full, yeah, their, their proper, like, commencements and everything mm -hmm. because they had to do it at home. Or you they, went to school they, for 14 years and then couldn't even walk across yeah. the stage and get your diploma. Shout out to my little sister. <laughs> Shout out to my little brother. Well, actually, my little brother got to walk across the stage. Well, no, so did my sister. Oh, but he couldn't have his prom, but <laughs> yeah, he was saying he didn't want to go anyway, so... You know, 2020 was just a fucking mess, and I'm gonna repeat that so many times. So take a shot every time I say that 2020 was a mess. hospital. <laughs> but aside from aside from like you know, because I was like we were getting kind of sad. I had to roll us back in because I'm not about to have us jump off the balcony. So I want to know what is y'all's favorite memory from 2020? What out of 2020 made you the most happiest, or what what moment brought you the most joy? For me, it was definitely Miami. That entire week we went to Miami. That was like the most lively that I felt. I was so happy. I was hoeing it up, living my best life, drunk every day. It just felt like for a second, even though we didn't do too much in Miami, it just felt like it was normal for a little bit. And then just to be around like all my close friends was just like a really good experience. So that was really nice. And it, made, it just made me feel really appreciative because like, where we were, I've never been there and it was so nice. And like when you go to nice places or just somewhere new, you just feel very appreciative of where you're at the moment. It's really about being in the moment. So like I took a second in my room because I had the most like the prettiest view of like the city where I was, where my room was. It was just such like a nice moment to have to myself. Really. Like I realized like this year was like ass, but like moments like this with the people that are around that actually matter are like what make things better, so. I do agree Miami was like such a such a cool highlight from when we went last year like obviously I was a lot more calm this year I wasn't as drunk but I had a lot of fun and I think that it was very relieving uh, to be away from like home for a little bit I work from home and so like you know I spend a lot of time at home and it's just like it's so 
mentally draining and I think being away for a while really helped me out and um and I know I mean we shouldn't really be traveling and whatnot but I do appreciate that we had the opportunity to do so and the year feels super long and then also seems like it went by really fast so there's like it's really hard I, I don't think I have like a lot of really really great memories yeah I would say honestly like thinking back on it I don't really remember April she was just April. on a couple episodes ago right I'm gonna tell her you said that <laughs> shit right bitch April <laughs> we're so sorry for you. April knows I love her I'm talking about the month she's named after oh, I don't April. really remember her oh, I don't remember April either yeah that month was a blur Blurable. the month after that my little brother my baby brother he graduated high school and he actually got to have a commencement like I said earlier and that was a pretty happy moment for me because like he was the baby of the family and he got to walk across the stage and be like that's a pretty big milestone i don't know if it's for him but for our family it was pretty big we got to watch this little boy grow up as an infant to walking across the stage whipping around his car around the dfw metroplex like living his full life and i, I love that and i got to get drinks with my mom after and we were just cutting it up it was so much fun and my other brother he hasn't graduated yet but i mean i met him in 2019 yeah so I met him prior to 2020. Shout out to him too. Um, all of them got to meet my- Cuter Damien. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Wow, sicko. <laughs> but yeah, no, prior to prior to all that, um, both sides of my family got to meet and that was a pretty cool experience. All my happy moments really had to do with my family. Especially since 2019, we were kind of like, not split up, but like we were all doing our own things and the pandemic kind of brought us together, I guess. I don't know, question mark. I don't know if that sounds weird or whatever, but now that we have a reason why we're all separated, we can all come together. I guess that's what I'm trying to say. I don't know. For me, it's... Kind Taylor Swift. No, oh my I'm god, kidding. you swear that's my only personality trait. It's mine. No, it's um, <laughs> my good memories are kind of also tied to some bad situations that also accompany them. So it, it was a little hard to kind of nitpick that. But if I try to like look past that, I think what I'll say is that the there's um like a love I have for like psychedelics right now that encompassed this year so my very first time taking acid was earlier this year with uh, our friends tony and i am not okay let, okay tony. let's call yeah. them pony and pony. <laughs> <laughs> anyways i'm sorry so my first night taking acid was this year and we sat and watched the whole of this show on Netflix called Midnight Gospel. And that just gave me like emotional breakthrough, spiritual, emotional, mental, like, ugh, it was life changing, literally. Um, and then we also did shrooms like in nature one time. And uh, I did shrooms again with somebody that I, you know, that I cared deeply about. And it was just really wonderful. And I also had an acid trip by myself for the first time, which was super exciting. And I got to hear a lot of uh, the music I wanted to hear and just kind of, you know, sit with my own thoughts. And it's kind of like free therapy and free serotonin. <laughs> so whoever wants to turn down that. You know. Who is serotonin? That's the happiness chemical in your brain. I do kind of want to add, at the time of recording, I'm a few days away from seeing my grandma, my aunt, and my cousin again, but when this is released, I'll probably be spending time with them, so that's another, I think, highlight of this year, that probably my number one highlight that'll, mm -hmm. that'll occur, so. Mm -hmm. well, this episode's making me kind of a more, you guys. I, I mean, can tell not? by yeah. what you're talking. Why not? Yeah. I mean, uh, <laughs> Ramon, really? <laughs> we deal with all your whining and crybaby shit. That's what an Aries sounds like, y'all. Right. If you or someone you know has been affected by an Aries in your life, please call. <laughs> Kiss my ass. Omar, sweetie, I think you really need to, like, get that rage checked or whatever. Or maybe... Oh, baby, boy. We're going together, then. We're getting Groupon for a therapist. Oh, sweetie. <laughs> I would love to. We'll go hand in hand, arm in arm, right, right through the door. But no, like, um, like, have you ever set a New Year's resolution to, like, you know, be more compassionate or, like, you know... I don't know. I don't know what's the word. Less abrasive. Is this a yeah. fucking intervention? It might be, and gonna sit back and you're gonna take it and I, oh, proving the point okay, first of all have you ever tried to uh not be such a violent driver <laughs> maybe you should make that a resolution i tried talking about rage i broke that though mm. 
yeah but no it's like jokes aside new year's resolutions are like a thing for a lot of people and i don't know if a lot of people actually keep up with theirs like i remember in 2018 one of my new year's resolutions was to change my diet up completely and i went pescatarian which is where i only ate, ate pussy <laughs> But no, so basically I don't eat seafood and like I was a vegetarian, but I ate seafood and I stuck to that like wholeheartedly. Well, I broke it during Thanksgiving. <laughs> I broke it during Thanksgiving just because I really missed eating so meat. So half-hearted. Yeah. Well, no, it was only one day out the year. So fuck it. Fuck you. For y'all, how strong do y'all keep y'all's New Year's New Year's resolutions? Are y'all like firm and y'all stick to it the whole entire year, or y'all stick to it for like two days, or y'all try y'all best and fall out within a week? Like for me personally, I think if I had any New Year's resolutions last year, it was what I said earlier, which is literally make money. Uh, I did say find a man, but not in that sense. I guess what I when I meant a little deeper into that was not to be as dumb of not to be as dumb of a bitch as I was in 2019 this year, which I did a little better. I was just like a smarter bitch this year. A smarter dumb bitch. He had that three brain sense. cells instead of two. Yeah. yeah. When, it came, when it came to guys, yes, I did. I think I do for the most part, because I think growth is a big thing for me, especially this year. I feel like I grew a lot. And even like, like, like I said now, like I feel like I was such a dumb bitch last year and this year it became like less severe and I'm, I'm looking forward to next year because I feel like I'm really going to be like, Untouchable. A dumber bitch. No, like, <laughs> hopefully not. I don't think I am. I'm just gonna be like that bitch. Like, I'm not gonna let anything yeah. get to me like I was, like I did last year or even this year. It's just gonna get better. So I definitely stick to mine. So the money thing, definitely that. The emotional thing, basically, was what that is. Definitely that. So I always stick to mine. It's just making it a more like an everyday thing. You just have to remind yourself and actively work on things. Like, do you remember what your your resolutions were for this year? Do you remember what, what the you, ones I made this year? Yeah. Yeah, what was earlier? Oh. It's really that simple. Like, that I wanted good. to make more money, um, basically be emotionally stronger. Uh, that was really it. Because that's what I struggled in the year prior to that. Good job. I think I stopped making, like, solid resolutions. One thing I was really, really set on, because last year I kind of had some really, really shitty, really, really shitty moments. I really set out on improving my outlook on life and then also really taking care of myself in all aspects. I think for like the first few months I was doing awesome like I was proud I guess of like the work I was doing and then the pandemic hit not gonna lie I kind of fell into kind of like sort of a I mean I would honestly say a depression um, I didn't really like I had no interest in like many things and like I don't know it just felt like the world I viewed the world in a very naive kind of way prior to the pandemic and then you know you usually live your and i've said this before you usually you live your day by day so quickly and you never really stop to like look at everything around you whether it's good or bad and i think that veil really came off not just for myself but i think for the entire world this year and um with that being said you know my vision of, of like what what the world was was tarnished and I got to see like the world for like the darker place that it is and consequently I don't know I just I fell into like this super just kind of sadness and I think I like halted all productive or actively uh, you know wanting to improve myself I just felt like a lot of things were not you know not to be super morbid or not that I was suicidal whatsoever trigger warning but I did feel like a lot of things just kind of like lost purpose and like a lot of things were not worth it or real or whatever the case is. But then that all kind of changed around. I had like another kind of like mind shift change in like late July, mid July. And then I was back on to like working, actively working on myself in, um, in a lot of aspects. And so to answer your question, yeah, <laughs> long story like, short. Yeah, Roll it back in. <laughs> yeah. To, to tie it back in. I did have that plan, you know, it may have not worked out for those few months, but I did want to continue that. And that's something that's not just like that year or this year, I'm sorry, but like, you know, continuing on moving forward with every year. So I know you asked if like how we kept up with it or if we lost it within a week. I mean, I lost it and then I had it and then mm -hmm. there's moments where I lose it. And, and I think that that's fine. And I think that it's perfectly fine mm -hmm. because at the end of the day, we're going to check me, boo. Um, that's period. <laughs> so yeah i've never really been the type to set resolutions i'm gonna sound like a scrooge because i already don't believe in santa and then i don't set resolutions either so i don't believe in santa i never believed in santa my mom didn't let me 
I don't know for resolutions um I'm kind of always I've always been like a time is such a construct bitch like so like oh January 1st means nothing I love New Year's and I love everything that it symbolizes and all the, the feelings that people share on that day for me personally I don't res make new resolutions because I feel like what you may feel like you need to work on as a result of last 365 days of your life doesn't become applicable to the following 365 days of your life let's say I had said oh for 2020 I want to be more outgoing and social and go out more and, and then boom the pandemic would have hit and I would have felt unaccomplished based on my personal resolution like whatever you resolve to do for yourself is kind of an ever-changing thing based on your environment and the people you surround yourself with and the circumstances of where you live and what's going on in the world you know yada 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 and I'm not trying to downplay resolutions because yeah they are important when it comes to like fitness or mental health or financial gains or whatever the case may be there's always time to make those whether it's New Year's or at any point in the year you know but for me I've never been the type to make a resolution and then like try to stick to it because I feel like I just learn as I go what I need to adapt for myself. You are a Scrooge. Surrealist. Let's so Tiny yeah, Tim. You want to be Tiny Tim? Who's Tiny Tim? You don't know Tiny Tim? I don't know Tiny Tim. You Who know Tiny you? Tim? You know the Who Muffin the Man? the fuck is Cleo? The Muffin Man? The Muffin like Man. Like from the song? <laughs> 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 to answer my own question, I had a lot of resolutions. I think I successfully did a few of them. The other ones, I did not. One of my goals this year was to graduate college and I am nowhere near it. One of my other goals this year was to uh, travel more and I partially did that. I only do like one big trip a year, so Miami was the biggest one in my opinion. One of my, my other goals, I forgot what my other goals were. I don't think I did it. But no, uh, resolutions, I try, I try to be realistic with it. Like, I don't wanna shoot for the stars and be like, I'm gonna be a millionaire by next year. Like, I, don't, I know that won't happen unless I actually have the stepping stones before like the year started for me to actually get there. So I don't know, like I like to be realistic whenever I make my New Year's resolutions. I felt like at the time, a lot of them that I'd made, I thought I could do. But just like with resolutions, like, you know, it's something that's gonna be done within the 12 months. And I guess I just didn't take into account that we were gonna go through a whole fucking global pandemic that was gonna take up literally three fourths of the whole year. And that was gonna slow down everybody. Like I try to be a lot, like really realistic with it. Really realistic. Really realistic, not just regular realistic, like really. I'm even, I'm gonna be even more realistic with mine this coming year. Like. I think one of my resolutions, I already said before, is that I want to go, like, I want to be completely vegetarian come 2021. Just because I've I seen how easy it was for me to be pescatarian in 2018, so I feel like vegetarianism won't be as hard for me this coming year. I mean, if I graduate college, that'll be great, but I don't I don't really see myself graduating next year. I don't know, I guess just really get more in tune with my spiritual side and my emotional side, still working on breaking down walls and, and you know, mending, mending shit here and there. But um, yeah, I'm just trying to be more realistic with my goals. With that being said, what do y'all see for yourselves in 2021? I don't wanna jinx it. Be realistic whenever you say your, your resolutions or if you have any resolutions or anything to shout that y'all want to see yourselves in in tw uh, 2021. I mean, yeah, it's really hard to kind of make plans because the way this year went, it's like, man, anything that you plan can just be flown out Literally. the window. I think my resolution there is to, um, to be resilient to whatever comes because at the end of the day, it's going to come. Uh, I don't know. I mean, it's just this year was so unpredictable mm -hmm. and... And so I think that my only resolution there is to be a more resilient, more prepared, to be kind of a survivor, literally. Oh, um, Destiny Child. Right, period. Right. Yeah, I, I think I just want to be more. Obviously, I want to be kinder. I want to, um, mm -hmm. I'm going to start next year. Listen here, you <laughs> little bitch. No, no I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> I think I just want to really uh, be my myself at all times. And not try to not try to fit into anything that I'm not, or try to I guess try to mold myself, confidence-wise. Like yeah, like just build my own confidence and not have it be dependent on like outside sources. Yep. Yeah. So self-confidence. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I know that for myself, I really want to cultivate my relationships with others. I'm not that great at anticipating what other people need from me. Uh, I do tend to want that like blunt communication and if someone's not very good at that I'm, I'm not very good at you know like being able to be on the same wavelength as them I need 
to I usually need the other person to tell me what they want out of the relationship. And I don't mean like romantic. I just mean like in general, family, friends, whatever. But I want to work on being able to be a little bit more intuitive of like other people's needs and being able to like kind of cater to that because, you know, I don't want to damage any of my friendships or relationships with family members or a potential relationship with maybe some guy down the line just because I maybe think that I'm giving them what they need and really I haven't even given them a fraction of what they are wanting from me you know a big shortcoming this year with both friends and you know romance was what I thought was effort was not even the bare minimum per se for some people you know so I don't want to come across as emotionally selfish or anything like that you know so that's the biggest thing that I anticipate working on for myself and it's not even necessarily like a January 1st thing and tracking progress it's just like a a learn as I go thing you know that's good that's a really good one I think mine's similar in a sense to his like I honestly the two things that I said earlier that I achieved were also the most problematic for me this year so like the one of the main things I want to focus on this next year is like more of my get deeper in terms of my emotions and how I am with others because I'm not bad at it. I may, I established really good relationships. I'm reliable, but I think in a sense, I pub, I still have that thing in me where I feel like I give more than I should to people that aren't deserving. And I got better at that this year, I feel like, but then I also feel like I need to just be more realistic with myself because I feel like in terms of like my emotions, I feel like I... I deserve certain things when in reality like I may deserve it but it doesn't mean I'm gonna get it so I need to stop getting my own hopes up so much a lot of the times so I think for me that's one of my major things because that's what really fucks me up like my emotions override everything even like it can even affect my money or anything else like if I care about you so like if I care about you you get everything of me including my money like that's just how I am sugar daddy <laughs> Ramon. Oh, oh no ma'am but yeah even with my <laughs> friends like literally when we go out like if I buy us around buy us around multiple times like I don't care like that's just how I am as a person but it's something I need to work on a lot. Like I need to learn who deserves it and who doesn't because I'm just an overly nice person sometimes and I hate that. That like really fucked me over this year a lot of the times. A lot and it really got to me, but. But you know, also another way to look at that is that that's other people's shortcomings and not yours. Yeah, if exactly. other people take advantage of that's that. Like, that's so don't look at it too much as a negative thing for yourself in the long all. run. Just learn how to weed out the negative sources in your life. Exactly. You know? So that's just my big thing. And also just, if we're being like adult here, money. That was a problematic one. I made a lot of money. I spent a lot of money. So next year, I'm really trying to get smarter in terms of financially. Because I don't know, I probably have a good feeling about next year financial-wise for me. Because I feel like I really am going to finally find like what I actually want to do. Or something that I could really dive into that isn't going to feel like work for once. Like I'm actually going to profit off of something that I like. So that's what I'm looking for. I mean, we've been looking forward into 2021. Let's start looking back again. And we're gonna fuck. What was that? We're gonna fuck? I got my wish. Okay, no. So we're gonna look back into 2020 and to this new segment we like to call our yearly roundup. <laughs> all right, so each of us, we're all gonna give at least three major pop culture moments that had us losing our shit throughout 2020. So I think one of my favorite moments whenever Megan Thee Stallion dropped the Savage remix with Beyonce. Honestly, that that moment, like I was, I wanted to scream at the top of my fucking lungs because Megan Thee Stallion, like this is her, this is uh, allegedly, this is her breakout year. She didn't even have a debut album out and she worked with one of the biggest artists of our generation mm-hmm. and not even just that they work together the song is fucking amazing mm-hmm. like the remix that that was a quintessential remix like they changed up the entire song mm-hmm. and it was so fucking well done like uh i that just wish one we, of the mariah carey remixes. like i really yeah, i really I wish the remix <laughs> I, mean, I mean i listen to i listen to the original here and there just to like critique it but like the <laughs> the remix is like top tier like yeah. like chef's fucking kiss uh, it was so good. 
uh, obviously when Gaga dropped Chromatica, even though she didn't very she didn't fucking do much with it. Uh, but I get it. A lot of shit happened. Um, timing was poor, but yeah, I mean, you know, I am a big Gaga fan. If no one knows that yet, and so like this was like her first time coming back to like pop music since her album in 2013. So it was a pretty big deal for me because I was like, I don't know, I was just so excited and it really felt like being back in high school and like anticipating like, you know, her album releases and her her video uh, debuts and that sort of stuff. I don't know. It just was a really fun experience. The VMA performance she put on was spectacular. I hope that there is more to this era. <laughs> Please. <laughs> I am begging. <clears throat> it's um definitely positions for me. Only because, obviously because she's my favorite, but every, I feel like every time she drops an album, it's always at a, for me personally, it's always at a time where I need it most. So like, Thank You Next dropped when I was a fucking mess and she literally got me together for the past two years. Sweetener, I was quote unquote in love and that album was very that. And then Position, it's just a, being a hoe, finally getting her shit together mentally and that's where I was. So that's one of my biggest moments and it's doing so well. So good for her, my fave. I'm going to start off by saying that uh, one of the first moments of this year with pop culture that I thought was insanely awesome to witness was right around like the end of spring, the entrance to summer, we had three different female collaborations hit number one on the Billboard charts, which I tend to keep up with usually. So the Say So remix with Nicki and Doja, the Savage remix with Meg and Beyonce, and Rain On Me with Gaga and Ariana, all three of those songs were like you know number one songs back to back to back and that is so rare for for women to get number ones for women collaborations to get number one and for three female collaborations to get number one like so you know soon within each other within you know the span of less than a year so that was so amazing to see because you know there's so much competitiveness for women in both pop music rap music and society always treats it like there can only be so many successful women at a time when that's not the case there's all these men making this bland ass male music that they get to succeed all day long i think it's time for women to have their you know their two piece and a biscuit i guess another one of mine um it's gonna be drag race related but oh. the fact that on a regular season and on an all-star season there were two black winners and one of them being shay kool-aid who in my opinion, I thought she was going to win season nine, but she ended up coming back to All-Stars and she won. I was so happy for that. Like, I remember that the day that the finale came out, we couldn't watch it because we were out and about. I had kind of spoiled it for for everybody when I went on the, the Instagram page to find out who won. And I saw that Shay won and I was so happy. Like, she deserved it. And in Jada Essence Hall, the winner of season 12, she deserved it. Drag Race in general, like, it's all been queens of color that's been winning, like, this year. And I don't know if it's maybe because they, they're they're trying to i don't know i don't maybe they're just trying to i don't know i don't know what they're doing but well no i'm talking about the producers like i feel like they kind of set that up just because like they feel like yeah from like having all the white winners win the past like three four years and now they want to give it to a black person because they're trying to make us happy i don't know but either way it goes these girls fucking deserved it and congratulations to y'all sorry i, I just kind of want to piggyback off of damien's because he's talking about like television championship this one's gonna sound childish as fuck so don't drag me y'all but the pokemon series has been going on for 20 years <laughs> this is pop culture to me so i don't care if y'all don't care about it but ash ketchum finally won a tournament after 20 years of trying after like nine different continents of failure he finally became like a pokemon champion isn't he, isn't he like he's still 10 oh no, he's 10. still 10 <laughs> so he's flaw 10 in the years. timeline of the show but i don't know it's just super exciting to see someone that you literally grew up with even if it's just a cartoon succeed and i feel like that was like pleasing as a fan to not have to watch him lose for the 10th time in a row you know super excited to see that he won a championship the most iconic in my opinion pop culture moment of this year was Shakira and J-Lo's halftime mm. at oh, the yeah, that Super was really Bowl. good. So good. Oh really good. my god. I, and it's crazy I to even... I forgot that was this year. I know. Right? <laughs> that we was were, pre-pandemic. We were literally at a bar. Like, there's BC before Corona and there's AC after Corona. And then there's BBC. Wow. The British the Broadcasting British, well, yeah, Channel. Thank you. <laughs> Damien, get your mind out of the gutter. Um, <laughs> but no, that is honestly like the most iconic pop culture moment. I remember at the bar, everyone was so hype. Mm -hmm. Like, it was just so fucking cool. And obviously, like, you know, the Super Bowl is full, filled with, like, a lot of American, you know, mid middle America is usually who watches. And I think it was, like, such a beautiful thing that they brought to, like, 
strong Latina women up there and like mm-hmm. singing a lot of music, not in English. Mm-hmm. And um, really just Bad like, Bunny, like, mm-hmm. you know, no uh, American guest singers, you know. Yep. They didn't pander to and, the American um, audience at all. Yeah, and I, I just thought that was so cool. Obviously, they're all different. Like, once, you know, two of them are Puerto Rican, one's like Colombian. Actually, two Colombian, two Puerto Rican, yeah. But still, it's really cool to see, like, Latino culture just, like, on the big loud, screen. Yeah. Loud yeah. as fuck, like, unapologetic. Yeah. Not, like, watered down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, I remember watching it with, with them in the bar. Like, I said earlier that I didn't, that I haven't cried this year. But that was one moment where I almost, like, teared up a little bit. Because it was just, I don't know. Like, I was just so happy for, for all my Latino friends. Like, you know, y'all's culture is being put out on display. Well, not in a bad way. But, like, you know, mm-hmm. like, y'all are being seen. No, and- especially after being, like ostracized by like mr 45 yeah. and his followers for the last four years yeah that was just like know. a big ass middle finger to everybody mm-hmm. who, who think negatively towards y'all it was just such a beautiful performance like I, I i'm still learning spanish so i didn't know everything that they were saying but mm-hmm. i was enjoying my time like mm-hmm. they put on a fucking show oh, yeah, and i'm not too fond of, of j-lo but she did what she needed to do up there too <laughs> yep. like yeah, yeah. them ashanti songs were cute girl. <laughs> no but yeah, that moment, I just, like, I still go back. And, and Gaga performed at the, the Super Bowl, but, like, between those two, like, they are, like, two of my favorite mm-hmm. halftime shows ever. And mm-hmm. I just love that moment. When um, when Nicki announced her pregnancy, for me personally, because she's a fave. And she's Damn, she announced and gave birth this and year. Birth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, to a Libra, so it makes sense. Yeah. And, um, and I'm, I'm only happy for her because she's, like, my top, top favorite. And she's been waiting for this forever. Like, oh, if you watch her interviews and stuff, the fact that this is everything that she ever wanted was just a baby. And I know that. The baby. <laughs> not the baby. Ooh, not I'm happy. wanting the baby. I hope not. Ooh, Ooh, Mr. Petty gonna be Get in line. Right. right. I thought she was married. She is married. She is married. You must be this tall to ride Nicki Minaj. Period. But yeah, that was a big moment for me. Because I was, I was just so happy. I was just so happy for her. Because if you see her interviews and her documentary that she did before, that's all she like really talked about and wanted was having a baby and then she finally got it. So I know like when she comes back with your music, it's gonna be even harder and heavier. So I'm excited for her to come in in these girls. Mm-hmm. So my third one as well was the release of Chromatica, of course. I just really do love that album. Cause like I said before, earlier on in other episodes or when we talked about it, it was just because that album really just, even though she did flop, like in terms of, <laughs> Promotion and what oh. the album <laughs> itself was not a flop. It's like one? it's top tier. Yes, uh, nobody can touch that album. And I think people. It's the fact that she let it be forgettable is upsetting mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. that album literally. If you really think back, listen to it now. The album changed pop music in general. Like nobody can do or make that sound she made in Chromatica. Everyone's gonna want to copy it now, obviously. So if you hear bitches playing orchestral like transitions or whatever the case may be, Didn't classical things. Ari did do that. She sure <laughs> did. See. That's her girly. That's, that's what I'm saying. So she's made an impact, but that album was just bigger than what people do realize. Like, that changed the game for a hot minute. So that was, like, a big, big thing. She's one of the top girls, like, in the music industry. She is top five, like, up there with, like, the main, main people. So mm-hmm. the fact that she dropped and did that amazing, like, that's why. So this one was obvious, uh, but the surprise release of Taylor Swift's album, Folklore, is, to me, my number one favorite musical, cultural, pop whatever you want to call it moment of 2020 my favorite artist i'm always happy to have new music from her always happy to have a new album especially and her um, little sister too oh yeah she has a little sister named evermore out now go check it out if you want if not whatever i don't care i'm used to it <laughs> but no i mean like even like my bias aside i i like think that she captured the essence of where we were at that specific moment of 2020 where people were kind of like stuck inside and all they could do was really reflect on a lot of the negative things that were going on in their life or the things that they've been able to avoid in the past because maybe they were working or having a social life so they didn't have to deal with a lot of their past traumas or sadness that quarantine kind of forced upon you so i feel like she did a great job encapsulating that into an album amazing piece of reflective work i personally like will never grow tired of it it's one of her best albums yeah that was my number one it's very addicting Mm -hmm. makes me want to go camping and i never want to go camping (laughs) shout out to miss taylor ellison okay well i mean since we're just talking about music just the amount of black women being put on the Mm -hmm. pedestal this year Mm -hmm. and specifically my girls my babies Mm -hmm. chloe and holly Mm -hmm. i love the fact that they finally get the the recognition that they've been deserved like for the longest when they drop ungodly hour uh 
the world stopped. Mm-hmm. And then the performances following it, like oh, the yes. fact that all of their performances were done in on a fucking tennis court, and they all look different. All of them look different. Different looks, different backgrounds, everything. Like, ugh, just chef's kiss. Y'all did that. Like, y'all owned 2020 girls. Like, just know that. So fun fact about Ungodly Hour really quick. I've been keeping up with a lot of the publications like year end list for albums. Like, you know, basically like New York Times will say, oh, these are our 20 favorite albums of 2020. And then Pitchfork will say, these are our 50 favorite albums, whatever, whatever. So there's a website that comp- compiles all of their rankings. And Chloe and Halle are number 16 overall for all of the music that came out this year. They're the 16th most acclaimed album of the year based on all these like year end lists that they're compiling right now. So that's amazing for two women who are in their early 20s, like black women at that making like papa jason r&b influenced music that's so great so happy for them wish them luck at the grammys love them love mm-hmm. all the black women winning this year three time grammy nominated album baby here my last highlight of pop culture was miss dua lipa and her live concert oh yeah 20 mm-hmm. 2054 was it that was gonna studio be one of my studio 2054 mm-hmm. wow just incredible uh dua lipa has been working her ass off mm-hmm. her chloe mm-hmm. and holly like mm-hmm. they are they have been working their and ass off. pandemic and who and megan yeah, and megan and they megan, all said pandemic who? and joja <laughs> I mean, I mean yeah, she's, she's, she's been, working. She's done perform Say So about 20 been, different times. She's been she's serving to. performances, though, too. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's given us, like, all of seven different renditions of Say So. So, shout out to all of you. Yeah. Yeah, I just, I guess I just want to say Dua's, you know, concert. That was very well done. So cute. Man, I just, wow. I love it. I love it. And featuring your style, just great. I can't wait to hear more from Dua Lipa. And really, all of the artists we've mentioned, I can't wait to see what, what they do next. Without a pandemic. I miss concerts so much. much. This was the first year since 2011 mm-hmm. that I have. Is that right? Yeah, since two, the first year that I have not gone to a concert. Yeah. And this is like. Concerts are a huge deprived. source of happiness and, and like just yes. serotonin. So I need that, please. Are you just learned that word today? No, but <laughs> it's what I need. Please send some Ooh, serotonin. Sarah, and Sarah, tone his hair. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Shout yeah, out to Blackpink. Yes. Okay. Shout out to Blackpink. Shout out to, Shout Black out to Blackpink. <laughs> Period. Period. I mean, there's so many I more like things, like good things that happened in 2020 pop culture wise. We just can't sit here and talk about it all day. But what we can do is talk about each other. So for the cockfight, we're going to dull it down because we were getting a little sad at the beginning. And then talking about the pop culture, you know, brought us back up a little bit more. But now let's start dragging each other's. <laughs> For this cockfight, the question is, out of us four, who had the worst year? Who flopped the most in 2020? And I'm gonna fight. Ca- I'm going to cast my vote <laughs> and say Edward. Do you have receipts? Do you have... Um, oh, yeah. What's your reasoning? Yeah. Girl, first of all, can I air your laundry? Yeah. Laundry? All, like, everything's on the table. Can he air your table? Everything? Boxes? Everything. I okay. don't care how right. bad it is. Your hands Well, are... he fell in love, and... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he just, no. Like, he just, he fell in love with someone awful, and... I knew it, and I told him, and he didn't care. And like, <laughs> I knew it. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, he, he was in his flop era. He came back a little bit, you know, towards the end, but no, this is your <laughs> flop era. Like, this is, no. I just think that I'm a forgiving person, and I was giving a lot of chances to somebody that wasn't doing the same for me. But I don't think that makes me a flop. Like, I, I was doing all the right things. I wasn't receiving the correct energy back. I think I was in a successful era this year. I honestly would say Ramon. Sorry, but, like not to be not to be rude, but I just I've seen a lot of these guys you've met this year, and that, like every last one of them is. And I, <laughs> I mean, you, you haven't met a single successful man this At year. Oh, I've stood up too many times and liked all the wrong people. Girl, you be having uh-huh. men hit you up at three in the morning. You be having men blow you off. You be having men that like. Okay. <laughs> I understand. I just, oh I just really want you to know what you're worth next year and not go through the I same hope shit. So. Don't go on a vacation and fall for a man who gonna ignore you two weeks later. And that wasn't, that was tough love. I love him and I want the best for him, but it was his flop here. <laughs> Damn. How do you this come back from that? I don't know. <laughs> That was all true. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, damn, maybe it is my flop era. <laughs> Literally. 
Yeah, no, I'm gonna have to agree with Edward. Ooh. Ramon, I think you kind of were in your flop era. And you know I love you, but <laughs> I gave you that little talk because you were going through it like at the beginning of the pandemic and I had to t- talk you into shit because you was losing your fucking mind. Mm. I really was. I, and you kind of you kind of got it. You kind of got it back. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. happy for you. But no, at the beginning, yeah, baby, <laughs> 2020 was beating your ass. She had you in a chokehold and you was trying to tap out. I will say though, I bleached my hair this year. I shaved my hair this year. Ramon did it. So that says more about me than it does about Ramon. <laughs> the thing is like, yeah, Ramon ran through like 80 guys this year, but but he never caught feelings the way that you did, Edward. And so that's why I think you were, you were in your flop era. He's protective of his soul. I'm not. He doesn't have one. He's a Scorpio. Oh, you're right. I, I, I would. Me I would. Damien won. Period. Literally. Uh, okay. Just like every episode. But that's because Damien always got like. It's because I think happened he had this year. Damien has a fort around his heart, a moat around his, <laughs> a moat around his soul, anyway. and he wears a bulletproof vest on his spirit. So well, I mean, he didn't do anything that was stupid or ridiculous or fall in love or the same. They're all the same thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, or fall for people that don't like him back or stood up or you know i did more practical things like fell classes so <laughs> wait i was gonna say just because he failed didn't fail relationship wise don't mean he I didn't did fail it that life I i'd rather fail school. a class than get my heart that's broken tea, because yeah. guess what well that's a waste of money actually so or failed relationships right. wait a damn minute yeah. make it make sense love so I guess, enough. Damien, you kind of flopped this year, too. Okay, hold on. No longer We finna dig into Omar. Oh, yeah, let's let's go. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> Triple team. Here's your threesome, baby. <laughs> <laughs> That's a foursome. You ask Can you do math? Yeah. No. Three. He just said That's he failed some class. <laughs> Girl. <laughs> but go ahead with your threesome. <laughs> Let's, let's think. Omar Orozco. <laughs> the, the British accent. I hate the British accent. You should the year, actually hold the, the fuck up. Let's talk about Miami. Let's talk about let's Miami. Let's talk about Miami. No, let's talk about so it. Because you went there. Because you went there. You were there. And you went there. And you went there. Not only. And he went there. Not only did you catch feelings for somebody who left the country two weeks later. <laughs> You fell for them in front of someone that you were supposed to be meeting up with and reconnecting okay. with. <laughs> and on the very last night there, you had a Romeo and Juliet moment with a girl on a balcony across from us. Oh, shout out to her. Shout out shout to, to Adela. Shout out to Adela, queen. Adela was there. So not only did you break one heart, you got your heart broken twice. I did not get my heart broken. <laughs> I think, in my defense, I have none. No. In my defense, I just was like, oh, something new. And then I got over it. But that still doesn't I don't know. As I recall, we came back to Dallas and you were like, I want to be a flight attendant. I want to move around the country. Yeah, because, like, fuck (laughs) it. Like, I hate it. And I still kind of am like, I don't want to be stuck in one place. But anyway, we're not getting into that deep conversation. Mm -hmm. You flop and you flop (laughs) and you halfway flop. And I am perfect. All right, we'll see how it goes next year. The delusion. Year. Right. I was waiting for the lashings, and y'all gave me that. No, you did have a mostly successful year. Your job was good. You're, actually, the worst thing with you was your family, but we won't get into oh that. Oh, my yeah, God. Like, that that's, nothing to do with Yeah, I was going like, to say, a that's... a couple of, like, flop dates. You know what I'm <laughs> yeah. No, I had flop dates. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, that's just a date. You didn't yeah. get invested emotionally. Mm. Good job. So... Omar yeah. takes the crown for if today. If this was last year? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I think I would have had a good last year. I would have. You did fun. have a good last year. You kind of had a good last year, too. I, I did. did not. Girl, I, girl, me Yo. and you. Was so <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad. All right. Can't wait to do this again in 2021. Right. Yeah. December 2021. I'm ready to read you. I'm going to make sure I have my receipts ready. Right. I was going to say, I got motivation now to make sure I don't flop next year. I'm going to keep more secrets. So just like we always say, there's no winner of the cockfight, even if Omar says he is, he's not the fucking winner. But <laughs> but yeah, so we just wanted to do something like that just to, you know, um break Get the- you horny. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
it's the yeah for me. Like, <laughs> but no, uh, we just want to to lighten the mood because um, you know, 2020 has been a tough year for everybody, mm-hmm. and you know, us talking about it right now in this little hour segment made us a little a little sad. Please. Why? <laughs> I want your resolution for next year to be less sexual. But yeah, <laughs> so we just wanted to lighten the mood just a little bit and, you know, keep your heads up. 2021 shouldn't be as bad. Hopefully it isn't. And if oh, it God. and if it's anything like this year, just make the best of it. Like strengthen your bonds with the people around you. Mm-hmm. Work on your mental and emotional health. Stack your paper and Burn. enjoy whatever you're passionate about. Music, movies, sports, athleticism, outdoors, indoors, whatever it is. Write, read, have sex. Take the edge off, whatever you need to do. Edge. With edge, if you need to. Edge. <laughs> Ramon will be hosting a live tutorial on Instagram a week from today. <laughs> it'll be, no, it'll be a live on my um, NSFW Twitter. But yeah, so thank you guys. I can't say this enough, but thank you guys so much for listening to us, for putting up with us for hours and hours. And we just hope that we really bring you entertainment and that we continue to entertain you into 2021 and hopefully into 2022. Hopefully we can even make this platform even bigger and entertain even more people around the world. Who knows? Let's. I'm uh, manifesting it for us, but... Yeah. Thank you. As always, um, we started this like, I don't know, we've said this before. We started this as literally just a little pipe dream of ours and just kind of like, you know, in passing. But uh, we made it happen. We had a really successful year. And my God, we have so much planned next year Mm -hmm. uh, in terms of Rodeo. Thank you. Thank you again. And see you in 2021. This has been like the most fun thing to come out of the quarantine for me. This is a very much a passion project. And at a time where life kind of lost its routine and it became even more mundane than usual, it was great to have something spontaneous to look forward to. I love all three of these guys very much. It's really fun to interact with them um, in a setting like this and get to just kind of bounce conversation off of each other. Because none of this is scripted or forced or anything. You know, we literally say things that pop in our head right you know, off the fly. And it's really nice to have that like organic energy just kind of flow between us. And I'm really thankful for this year and this podcast and all of our listeners. So thank you guys so much. Like Omar said, keep Keep an eye on all of our social media platforms. We're making some updates to some of our things like the podcast and the weekly playlist that we put out. We're also going to be introducing new content for you guys. So just keep an eye on everything and hopefully we can continue to entertain you guys for months and years to come. Yeah, thanks for listening to like four faggots complain about their lives, honestly. Because that's honestly all this Yep. You with us for like an entire year, basically. Listen to four fags complain about themselves emotionally, mentally, and financially. Sexually. Financially. Sexually. Physically. physically. All the leads. Thank you, and we're sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we can't afford therapists, so y'all have to suffer. Right. Period. This is our free therapy. Thanks. Mm Mm-hmm. I don't think we have anything else to say. Um, happy New Year's. Happy holidays, everybody. Let's come down and do a little Happy New Year. Like a little oh, how cute. Okay. Well, in five, four, three, two, one. Happy New Year's. Happy New Hole. Bye. <laughs>